This week's episode is brought to you by socks. You've heard of wearing your heart on your sleeves, but have you heard of wearing your pride on your feet? If you want to use your feet to show your ace pride, check out Socksmith. This month, 100% of the proceeds from their Pride Pops collection, which actually includes the ace flag, will go towards crisis intervention and suicide prevention services for queer youth. Get your socks now at Socksmith.com. Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, a Pride Q&A. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod. Mariachi band? I'm almost positive I've done that before. Margarita? Erlen Monroe. Margaritaville. Melatonin. Illy Bobby Brown. Oh, okay. Micropenis. Ontario Lamar Hill. We went in very different directions. Listen, I just I was trying to think of celebrities whose names start with M, and my brain was like Lil Nas, and then I was like, "There's no M in there," and then I was like, "No, his real name." Has sometimes an M in there it. is. <laughs> anyway, uh, M in uh, M. Uh, no. Okay. Um. Hi, kids, hi. adults, uh, teenagers, people of indeterminate age. Uh, how you doing? Good. Happy Pride. Yeah. It's Pride o'clock. We we do have some housekeeping before we dive into this week's episode. Uh, in case y'all missed it, I was on an ep. Uh, what are what are they called? Hmm. I think an episode. I guess. I mean, it an is episode. A series. I was an I was on an episode of the Spectrum series on the Jubilee uh, YouTube page, uh, where uh, you know it was just me and some other Ace Specs. Uh, talking about our opinions on things, and it was very fun, and it was lovely to get to meet a bunch of other Ace Spec people, and we have an Instagram group. <laughs> and I watched <laughs> the video, and it was very good. I liked it a lot. And they spelled my name wrong? I, I haven't checked if they fixed that or not. They would have to un-upload the video, have- wouldn't they? You can, I'm pretty sure that you can re-upload without it huh. being i don't know maybe not i don't, I don't know, know either but that was funny because we all know how you feel about the h in your name and they really took it right out of there they took it right on out which was just so sad um anyway we were also a guest on the pov podcast from lustry we talked to our girl aria who was such a delight yeah about asexuality it's uh, a little bit 101-y, but we did talk about some really interesting things that were not so 101-y, so. Well, and also on the episode, we didn't get to talk to this person, but, like, the other half of the episode is talking mm-hmm. to um, an asexual person about kinks, which is yeah. a super interesting topic that we definitely want to dive into more in future mm-hmm. episodes, and it also kind of goes along with what we were talking about last episode, so. Yeah. Check it out. So we will share that 
uh, as we're recording, it's not out yet, but I, we believe it will be by the time the pod is. So uh, we will share that yes. with you. Um, if you would just want to hear more of our voices. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're not sick of it yet. <laughs> I yeah. loved that so many people were like, I was watching the Jubilee video and I was like, wait a second. I know that voice. And then yeah. they're like, oh my God, it's Sarah. Like they saw the video before we had posted it saying you were in it. Right. So I, I like, had several people shit. come to me and be like, wait, I just like was watching this video and like, that's you. And I was like, yes, that is me. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes, it is. Hello. Well, I love, I just love that most of the people didn't recognize your face because you can oh, see yeah, you no. in the video before you hear you. Yeah. But people were like, hold on now. I they know don't that know voice. What my face Which makes like. sense because. <laughs> yeah. This is an audio medium that we are in. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. Uh, check both of those out. All right, let's dive in. Kayla, what are we talking about this week? Uh, this week, we're just doing a little Q&A. We're going we're gonna to A your cues. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are pride related. Some of them are just more like sexuality related. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a bunch of screenshots. I actually made a shared album with you, Sarah, on the iPhone. Um, a what now? You can make In a shared this album. Economy. So I don't know if you want to look at them, but how you do can. I? Lo- how do? <gasps> Wait, shared album activity. I was invited to join Q and A. Invitation accepted. Oh hell yeah! Fun. Great. We also, in the messages I put out about asking for questions, I said people could ask us about worms. (laughs) So we do also have several questions about worms. Good. Excellent. Glad that we slipped that one in there. Do you want to just start us out? Are we just going in order from top to bottom? I mean, there's a lot. So we're definitely not going to get through them all. So I was just going to like scroll through and see. I mean, I think the first the first question is the most important question, which is from Soup on Discord, and it says, will SFBO Pride Meetup be held at Big Boy Yes or Yes? Obviously, the answer is yes. Um, we are your number one source of Big Boy facts. Um, Should we do, like, a Patreon-exclusive episode that's, like, just about Big Boy? <laughs> Maybe. Because... I'm not mad at it. Sarah recently, like over the weekend, was just popping in Discord with some random big boy facts. So yeah. if you're not in our Discord, that's what you're missing. That's what you're missing. I'm hardly ever there, but when I am, I do provide big boy facts. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, so the answer to that question is yes. Yes. What can other queer... How can... So what? How can other queer... Okay, first of all. Mm-hmm. How can other queer... Be allies to the ace community. This is from like Jose Fetty on Instagram. I'm trying to find it. While Sarah's trying to find the question. Um, this is a good question. And actually something that as I've been making more like videos for our socials, I've seen more and more people asking that. Um, so for other queer people who are not ace or aero spec, I think the number one thing is like education. So knowing what like ace and arrow spec identities are um, and not relying like trying to do your own research, like obviously asking questions, but trying to take some of the like responsibility for yourself. And I think the other one is just like actively standing up for ace and arrow people. Like if you see something that 
is weird or hateful going on, like actively standing up for Acerero people, if you are finding queer spaces that don't explicitly include Acerero people, like saying like, hey, I'm, I myself may not be Acerero, but like, you, we should make sure that we're being inclusive, not letting that kind of burden fall on the ace and arrow people themselves because it can get really tiring and it would be nice to have other people like helping stand up for us, I think. I finally found the picture. I'm so glad. <laughs> I wasn't really listening to you, but I'm sure you said wonderful things. I'm so glad. Um, yeah, what Kayla said, sure. <laughs> X, great. Excellent. <laughs> How can other queers... Uh, Obviously, there was just a typo here. Sarah, what is your favorite type of worm? We got this question from many people. Um, trolley, sour, gummy worms. Um, I used to think that the... I used to have the definitive ranking that the green and orange one was the best, but I think I've evolved and grown, and the the yellow and red one is the best. Mm. I like them all. Um, I, I will say my least favorite worm is ringworm. Yeah. I can tell you that for certain. Well, I'm um, not was... a huge fan of earthworm. Well, what is an earthworm? I think my least favorite worm would be like a parasitic worm. Yeah. Earthworm? No, I'm thinking of a mealworm. I don't love a mealworm. I love oh, like just the big, like your- the big chonky boys. Yeah, but I, I love just a good like regular worm out after it rains. Mm-hmm. Out on the sidewalk. I love that. Yeah. That's, Not for eating, fair. just for looking. Oh, this, did this come from my roommate? <laughs> I don't, there was l- several questions on all Several platforms. people that asked. What? Several people asked about the worms. I also Good. love a worm on a string. I don't own any worm on string. I kind of, when that trend was really hitting, I never went out and purchased a worm on a string. So if anyone wants to send me a worm on a string, I wouldn't be mad. This is a question on Twitter from Hannah underscore Valdez. Does being a spec affect how you see your gender? Which is interesting because at least at this point, both Kayla and I identify as cisgender women. But I do feel like it makes me not care. Like I just yes, <laughs> like 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 the things that I've learned about the, like the ace um, like lens and how none of the things that we're taught are real or matter or you know it's all just made up definitely applies to gender like i'm just like i don't i don't give a fuck i will do what i want and uh that's that (laughs) yeah i don't know that i've ever really like questioned my gender or been like i don't think i'm a woman but i think similarly it's not something that i like care that much about like if Mm -hmm. someone wanted to use they them pronouns for me i would be like okay i don't think i would really like he him pronouns but yeah i think it's something i just like don't put as much put as much stock into because i realize that it doesn't it's not a real thing but Mm -hmm. i do know and that this is something that we want to do future episodes on and that we've been thinking a lot about as we just do outside projects is just like there are a large proportion of aspec people who are don't conform to binary definitions of gender. And I mm-hmm. do think a lot of that comes with once you realize you're asexual or aromantic and that like what you've been taught forever is false, you're like, okay, well, I guess now let's think about gender because 
right. that's nothing, then this is probably nothing either. Yeah. I don't know. if When you said, like, binary, like, thinking about, like, male and female, like, I'm not comfortable. Like, obviously, that's the point, is that, like, the, the binary is not real. But, like, yes, I identify as a cis woman, but, like, I am super not comfortable with, like, the, the, the cis woman expectations and stereotypes and binary. Yes. So I'm just like, fuck it. Sure. I'm gonna do whatever I want. Yeah. So there's that. Um, this is a really good series, really a series of things uh, from Perry Fierro, our dear friend, on mm-hmm. um, Instagram. They said, which episode are you proudest of? Get it? Because it's Pride Month, so it's a joke since Pride hat. And then they ran out of characters. And then the next post, they said, okay, I ran out of characters, but I was saying it's a joke because Pride has two meetings. Pride like the sin and anyway, then they ran out of characters again and restarted and said, anyway, as I was saying, pride like the sin and pride like the LGBTQIA plus. Do you get it? Actually, I don't get it, Perry. Can you explain that again? <laughs> Can you send a couple <laughs> more messages <laughs> just with a few more explanations? <laughs> like, I just want like a little more information. Um. um so first, the first answer is yes, I do get it. Um, yeah, yeah. Second, I, I don't, and I would like you to explain it again. Okay, um. well, so two different answers there. <laughs> Shoot me a text, Perry. <laughs> uh, what episode are you proudest of? Um, I mean, there's a there's a lot. Proud isn't it's because there's episodes that I like the most, but proudest mm-hmm. is a different. Yeah, question. it's a different beast. Honestly, our recent interview with Liam might be one of the ones I'm proudest of. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have, like, part of it is, like, we are getting better at interviewing people, and I feel like we did a decent job of, like, being interviewers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also, like, just really glad we did that topic, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it turned out really well. Like, I feel like the conversation was really good. It was, like, Liam was super insightful. Mm-hmm. So that might be one of my top. And it's a conversation, it's a conversation that, there are some people in the community who are not comfortable having. So, like, I'm proud that we we chose to use our platform to have that conversation. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, like, I think, I think I'm proud of our, our TED Talk episodes, specifically, like, mm. the asexuality TED Talk, the first one, because that, it was hard, like, doing that. It was that. a very hard thing. It was hard. For sure. And, you know, that also really led to us, because we had things written out, it really led to us expanding our resource resource page and, like, our, you know, what is a sexuality page on our website, which I think is uh, an important thing to have, just, you know, to have another resource about that. So I feel like maybe just the TED Talk one, as much as it caused us pain when we were <laughs> recording it and editing yeah. it well yeah and it was also like a step outside of our comfort zone like it was a more scripted informational thing which mm-hmm. is not what we usually do yeah i concur which one are we least proud of <laughs> least proud of i mean there are the thing is a lot of the episodes that i like don't feel good after we record and i'm like oh my god this was like so chaotic the energy was weird yeah. are the ones that people are like this is my cult favorite and i'm like what the fuck we <laughs> We cannot guess which ones are going to be 
favorites. Yeah. Of pe- like we we cannot for some reason y'all are unpredictable to us. We ca- we can't understand you. <laughs> yeah, I rarely look at the numbers of like how many downloads a specific episode has because it never lines up with what I expect. Doesn't it to make so sense. at this point I've just like given up caring. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Let's see. Um <laughs> <laughs> this is from Poseidon with the sea on Instagram. My sister wants a snake and thinks they're cute. How do I stop her so I'm not living with a snake? <laughs> I do remember. Uh, um, okay, so your sister wants a snake. You don't want to live with a snake. How do you are stop you, her from Are you a minor? Snake? Like, are you living in your parents' house? Or, like, do you live with your sister independently? Because I think if... If you're not a minor and you just live with your sister independently of whatever else, that that is more of a compelling argument because you could be like, dude, I'm your roommate. You- I, my, uh, my guess is that these are people who like live together with their parents. I'm also guessing that. Um, I don't know. My you- cousins my cousins have a snake. His name is Billy Bob and he wears a bow tie sometimes, um, which is like pretty cute. It's less cute when he like sheds his snake snake, but- I don't know. Well, that's not. We're not trying to argue why getting a snake might be okay. We're trying to help this person. We're trying to. Not I know, but live with the snake. I think. I think what I've concluded is that I don't have any good advice. Maybe is there a way that you can instill a deep fear of snakes into your sister between now and the time of getting the snake, so mm-hmm. that she is now afraid of snakes and does not want one as a pet. Yeah, maybe you could stage like a snake accident. I think are are you a member of BTS Army? Is your sister a member of the BTS Army? If not, you need to get your sister into BTF and you need to ensure that her bias is J-Hope. And then you can say J-Hope famously does not like snakes. Would you do mm. this to him? Like what like are you going to put up posters of him in your room and have a snake in the same room? That's cruel. He, he maybe, hates snake Maybe get her like a pet mouse and be like, well, now you can't get a snake because mice eat snakes. Yeah. What and if, what even if, your if snake this, eats your mouse? Well, and even if it doesn't eat your mouse, your mouse is going to watch you feed other mice to your snake. And that's going to be really rude to the mouse. So now you mm-hmm. can't. Yes. That was a great question. I think that's my favorite question. Really relevant to Pride, too. I think so. Uh, MillaCM underscore on Twitter says, if you could add anything to the Pride calendar, what would it be? Like you talked about last time that besides the parade, what else is there? Like in the future when COVID isn't in the way, I think water fight or water gun fights would be very fun. <laughs> mm, or a water I can balloon get, fight? I can get behind a water gun fight or a water balloon fight. I think um, paintball. I was thinking. Oh my god! Oh, I'm sorry. I just had the best idea. Yes, a paintball game where it's a certain identity versus another identity, and the colors of your paintballs are the colors of your flag. I had like a semi-similar thought, and it was for a color run. Have you ever done mm. a color run? Yes. Yes. Um, and you do the colors. Right. For your flag. But this is still, I feel like those are all very in line with like current pride parades, like very colorful flag float. Also, the issue with the the 
paintball is that it does pit identities against each other, which is not what we want. Well, and what if you're both, you know? Exactly. I mean, you can just play for both sides, I guess. <laughs> um, I'd like to see, like, a Princess Diaries 2 situation where we, like, go down giant staircases on mattresses. Mm. See, I wasn't sure where you were going there, and my brain was like, where we fall into a fountain with or fall in love with Chris, Chris Evans. Prine. Oh my god. Shit. <laughs> oh my god. Kayla Marie. <laughs> At least I didn't say Chris Pratt. Okay. But again, I'll say it again. I think it's much easier to mix up Pratt and Pine because of the P thing. Yeah, but I didn't. So unfucking believable. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was embarrassing. I think I think Pride should have uh, a group nap hour. Um, okay. Cuddle, you can cuddle. you can participate remotely. You know, it doesn't have to be an in person thing. Like it's just like it's napping time. This is a really exhausting event, and we want everyone to just have um, a moment of of of, of peace. Um, maybe you could do some meditation if you don't want to nap. Uh-huh. Um, maybe you could listen to a podcast or some songs, play solitaire with yourself. Uh-huh. You know, just relaxing, calm activities for an hour, and then we can go back to being chaotic. Yes. Who? Um, this is from Emily A. Costello on Instagram. Yeah. Who is your favorite La Dollar Bean? Well, so here's... Now, for everyone's reference, this is my sister. Um, she wants me to say that she's my favorite La Dollar Bean. But what she failed to consider here was that she doesn't really tend to use the term La Dollar Bean for herself because she thinks it sounds like an illness. <laughs> Not La Dollar Bean, but lesbian. <laughs> Um, and so in my brain, I don't think of her as a lesbian. I think of her as gay. So, uh, I don't know so that she, she really can played be, herself. She, she played herself. I don't know that she can be my favorite the dollar bean, um, for that reason. Emily, you really fucked this one up. Kayla, who's your favorite the dollar bean? Um, now I'm trying to think. I don't have a lot of friends that are lesbians. I feel like most of my, that's not true. Um, Poto is my favorite lesbian. That's true. They're they're a good lesbian, La Dollar La Dollar Bean. They're probably one of the only I feel like most of my queer friends are bi or pan or just use the word vibing. Queer. Yeah. I don't know that I have many friends who call themselves lesbians. I think Poto and my sister have to fight to the death now. I wish they would. Um, well, I mean I think it would be it would be pretty harmful to the podcast either way, regardless of who won. If yeah. if Poto if Poto loses, then we lose our Poto, and also we lose our transcriber. If my sister loses, we lose my sister, and also a fifteen dollar patron. I guess, I guess Rosie, <laughs> I guess Rosie could continue to patronize the pod but well, it depends um, on whose card rosie is putting this patronage on uh it's definitely my sister's card um so i think uh rosie would just rosie you need to get a job 
in the in the unlikely event that your mother dies, you need to get a job, Rosie, to support the family. Okay. <laughs> You're a grown this woman. This is a podcast now. just for Rosie now. Rosie, Rosie, I miss you. I'll see you soon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rosie's my sister's dog to anyone who has no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good thing to point out. A good a good thing to note. Is SFBO established enough as a brand to get its own flow? This is from Sweet Madeline's on um Discord. The answer is no. Thanks for asking. I'm gonna go with no on that one, but thank you for your question. Mm-hmm. How are we celebrating Pride this year? That's from R A dot Eames. On Instagram. I think regardless of whether there is um, a group institutionalized napping hour, I will be taking a pride nap. Mm. Um. Um, today I told my boss that I thought it was unfair for me to work this month. So, hmm. Yeah, I had to pay rent yesterday, and that was extremely aphobic. I also aphobic. did that. It was yeah. extremely aphobic. Um, so... That was rude. Uh, geekingout.fandom on Instagram says, what does queer mean? I don't know. I don't know, geekingout.fandom. Uh, queer, queer means a great many things, and it is not the same to every person, and that's okay. Yeah, I'd say probably it doesn't mean straight. Generally, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. I think if you don't understand what queer means, that's okay. Um, what does pride mean to you, and how does it differ between different A-spec experiences? That's from Arrow of Excellence on Instagram. I don't know how to answer that question. What does pride um, mean to you? What is that? I don't. I don't know what that means. Well, to me, I feel like I can more... Uh, I can better answer what pride isn't than what pride mm. is. Okay. I feel like often people talk about pride as like being comfortable in your own skin or like being really happy with who you are or like wearing the pride flag proudly. And I don't, mm. I don't know that I agree with that because I think you can still like celebrate pride and have pride even if you don't love your sexuality or your orientation every day. Yeah. Um, like you can be closeted and still celebrate pride in your own way. You can be like not happy with your identity some days and like still take pride some days or like still celebrate pride. I think for A-spec people, it's really common to like not be happy with your identity for a long time or forever or like wish you weren't that way. And mm -hmm. pride can feel super alienating sometimes because it's like everyone just being super excited and like seeming like they're really happy and like they love what they're about when isn't it's, in reality it's just not like that all the time yeah i think for me i don't know what pride means to me because it's not something i think about and that's also an okay answer yeah it's also okay if like pride month like really doesn't mean that much to you like yeah totally fine it does not like, your sexuality doesn't need to be that big of a part of your life if you don't want yeah. it to be. It's totally fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, like, your personality. You don't have to have any pride march. You don't have to participate in any communities. It can just be how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Quinley Kinzer on Instagram says, how can I celebrate Pride if I'm closeted? Take a nap. Um, I've also seen a lot of, like, artwork that is subtle pride flags. Mm, like. Nice. Um, that comes in, like, more discreet packaging. So I've seen some that it's, like, a, a painting or a drawing of, like, a sunset that happens to be in the color order of a pride flag. And if you were mm-hmm. to hang it up and your, like, parents asked you what it was, it's not, like, as obvious that it is. Right. Like, it's pride. just a sunset. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. So that's something to look into if, like, you want to have, like, pride-colored things. Um, I think there's also just, like, a lot of ways to, like, celebrate by yourself. Like, maybe it's just, like, having a, a, like, a sit down and think about your orientation or just, like, you journal or you, like, make a private Instagram that's just for you and, like, no one follows it and you, You like, post a pride picture, you know? You know what's a really good way to celebrate pride? Regardless mm. of whether you're closeted or not. I literally just forgot. Hold on. <laughs> Dope. Oh, no. It was good, too. Oh, I remember. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, Just practice self-care. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, pride is about supporting and celebrating queer folks. And part of that is making sure we are doing well mentally physically emotionally and so just do a little bit of self-care that can be your little pride celebration do a little face yeah it doesn't even have to be necessarily like sexuality related yeah whatever whatever self-care means to you go for it do it yeah see that was such a good thing and i really did just i forgot it as soon as i was gonna say it very proud of you for remembering. Thank you. Um, Kate dot Rhinos Rhinos on Instagram says, "What do you wish you knew about your sexualities five years ago?" Uh, what year was five years ago? Twenty sixteen. Oh my god, I've been, I've known I was, I have known my identity for five years. Oh, you're five years old. <laughs> I'm five years old. I can go to kindergarten. Yeah, I don't know that I fully accepted my demisexuality until what, like 2018 maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, so five years ago is 2016, so we were freshmen and sophomore. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, at the, uh, in, 20, in 2016, I was starting to think about demisexuality, so it's not like I didn't know mm-hmm. that I might be demisexual. Um... I think for me, it's it's not what I wish I knew about my sexuality five years ago. It's what I wish everyone else knew. Not not that I was how I identified, but that other people knew what it was so that I wouldn't have to explain it every time. Yeah. So you didn't have to, like, teach people what asexuality was. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there is something I really... Like, I am not dissatisfied with how what my trajectory has been I guess like I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know that I like needed to know I was demisexual before I did um like I I'm, I don't really think back to like high school or freshman year of college and I'm like man my life would have been a lot better if I knew I was demisexual already um mm-hmm. yeah I don't know that there's 
much I would change about how everything has gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Instagram, Emily Elizabeth Six. Uh, I can't believe that this is the owner of Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh, Emily crazy. Elizabeth Six says, "How can I find other asexuals without announcing my sexuality wherever I go? Can I?" Which it's hard because, you know, as we've mentioned, it's, very, it's invisible. It's invisible, and um, you know, I think for me, it's just about like reflecting the a-spec mindset and the a-spec lens and those values like just in your life and how you talk to people and how you interact with people and that might not necessarily mean that you just like find a bunch of other a-specs it might but it might not but it also might like it'll mean that like the people who are drawn to you are the people who share those values whether they're a-spec or not um and i think that's always a good first step in that direction like just like challenge people if they're being super normative like you know don't like you don't have to get in a fist fight with people or like if it's not if it's not a safe situation for you by all means do what you need to do but like you know i think just being like bringing that ace perspective or the ace spec perspective to your world and your relationships and your conversations is uh, a wonderful place to start um, I mean, I think you can also use the internet. Like, there are, like, meetup websites where you can, or, like, look on, like, Facebook or something, see if there's, like, an ace group in your area so that you don't have to announce it to everyone you see on the street. But, like, you might be able to find your little group. Ace group in your area. Kayla's not going to get that joke, but I hope so. I don't. I've seen... Some people talk about, like, wearing an ace ring and, like, having other people notice it. So that's mm-hmm. not, like, a super blatant announcement of your ace, but, like, the people mm-hmm. who know will know, you know? Mm-hmm. Poseidon with a C and asking several good questions. Um, do you consider yourselves proud of your sexual orientations? I'm not not proud, but it's just, like, I don't know. I've I've said this a lot. It's, like, it's just a part of me. Like, it's not... It's not a huge part of me. It's just a little slice of the Sarah pie. And, like, I know that that seems counterintuitive because I have this podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's my my identity is just a little bit of me. And so I'm not not proud of it. It's just it's not it's not my whole identity. And that's chill if it is and chill if it isn't. But I don't know. I don't, like, think of myself as being proud of being a certain identity. But. I'm also not actively not proud. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that it's like my identity I'm proud of rather than like so much as being able to get to the point where I accepted it. Like I've done a lot of reflecting lately on like what it was like for me to like realize I was demisexual and like what that process looked like for me, like, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. happened and I didn't think about it a lot, but I've been thinking mm-hmm. back on it recently and kind of realized like, you know, that was like a hard thing for me to do. Like it wasn't, you know, coming to terms with your sexuality is never super easy, but I'm like, you know, I could have handled it better, I guess. I think anyone could have, but I'm like proud mm-hmm. of the way I handled it and got through it. Yeah. Because um, it got you to so where you I'm, are now. Yeah. So I think I'm more proud of that than just like, proud of the f- it's it's i get it's weird to just like be proud of something that's like a fact you know yeah that's like that's like me b- like being like 
I'm, I was going to say I'm proud of having blue eyes, but that actually does sound very white supremacist. <laughs> but like, th- th- I mean, that does point out it's an absurd thing to just say that you're a, a yeah. proud of yeah, a certain it's not like- inherent fact about you. Yeah, like I'm not proud that I have curly hair. I think it's cool. And I am yeah. proud of the way that I have recently learned how to like take better care of it. But mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it wasn't my choice. It's not like it's an accomplishment to me, at least. Right. It's not like I am proud I won this award because it's not something I, I didn't put yeah. any effort to becoming demisexual. I just am. Yeah. P- pride feels like you're, you're celebrating an accomplishment. And so I think you're right in saying that, like, I think the things to be most proud of when it comes to pride are ourselves and how we have, you know, overcome certain situations or how we uh, convey ourselves and like you know show ourselves to the world and like that's something to be proud of regardless of how out or not out you are um it does feel a little bit weird to just be like i'm proud that i like dick you know (laughs) yeah i mean it it is an easier way to it's easier to say like i'm proud yeah Yeah. of you know whatever than to explain no i'm proud of myself for blah 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 but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think it's also just, like, reclaiming it being, like, you, like, you know, you think I'm lesser because of this, but, like, no, I'm I'm glad I'm this way. There's right. A recla- there's yeah, a reclamation like, in that sense. Like, the, the shame away. Like, I'm not ashamed to be this way. Yeah. Well, now that we've fucking psychoanalyzed what pride means. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have another one from Poseidon with a C. Do you right. experience celebrity crushes or anything like it? I think the celebrities that are attractive, I don't, um, I've never been like, I want to date or have sex with a celebrity, which, but I also don't know if that's how other people experience celebrity crushes. So I don't actually know what like a normal quote unquote celebrity crush is supposed to look like. I think people do want to have sex with celebrities. That just baffles me. (laughs) But I'm all, you know, it makes sense that that doesn't connect for me. Yeah. I mean, like I... I can find people very attractive. I like aesthetic attraction. Oh, yeah, you so spicy. But I, you know, it's not a traditional crush. It, I mean, it could be more of like a squish. Like, I would I would love to be friends right. with you. But um, y- uh, you're famous and I'm uh, just not. like watching YouTube videos of you. And so that's a little weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think... I think that is kind of, like, a misconception about, like, ace-spec people is that, like, they just, like, don't, especially, like, arrow ace people, is that, like, they don't have any any crush-adjacent things. But it's, like, no, like, you can still stan your favorite people and, like, still really like them without being, like sexually or romantically attracted to them like that's very very possible (laughs) yeah i mean yeah there's just so many other types of attraction and it's like if an arrow ace person says they're like oriented in a certain way like Mm -hmm. more like sapphic oriented like maybe Mm -hmm. i don't want to ever date or have sex with a woman but in other ways of attraction maybe platonic or aesthetic they're just drawn more to women than to other people you know there's right a lot of other attraction types 
how, how has your relationship with your sexuality or gender changed since gaining a larger following? That's from Peanut Butter Lizard. Peanut Butter on Lizard. On Discord. And their, their picture on Discord is, it looks like a lizard of peanut butter. Oh. I do, it does look like a lizard of peanut butter. I don't know how else to explain that. You're right. Um, I think, I don't know. That's a good question. I think this is something we talked about on the POV podcast. I'm not sure if it'll make the cut. Mm-hmm. But like myself, I came to terms with being demisexual very like publicly on the podcast. Like you can very clearly like hear me go through that process. Um and at the time, we didn't have many listeners, so it was, like, more comfortable for me to, like, publicly, like, not know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's definitely changed since we have a larger audience. Like, recently I've been questioning my romantic orientation, but I don't – it is harder because whatever I say is published online, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, There's a record I, of it. Yeah, there's a record of it. There's, like, we're publishing a book. Like, whatever mm-hmm. I say my orientation is in that book is going to get published. So I do think it's harder in that sense of, like, I. it's harder for me to privately question and, like, experiment with different labels or mm-hmm. kind of really figure that out without other people, like, perceiving me. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think I... I'm, like, less, I don't want to say, like, less solid in what my identity is because that's not true. It's just, like, I, the way I talk about it, like, I'm definitely careful to, to emphasize the, the, the nebulousness and the wiggly jiggliness of all of it more because of the podcast. I mean, and and part of that is just me being more informed on this stuff because we talk about it so often. Um, But, like, you know, I feel like I'm I'm less likely to be like, well, yeah, of course I am exactly this orientation and I'm never going yeah. to ever, you know, experience whatever in my life. Because it's like, I don't I don't know that. Um, and okay. so I feel like it's just made me more aware of the of the loosey goosiness of it all. And so I don't I I try to avoid, especially in regards to myself like taking super strong specific stances on stuff because that's like who knows who knows yeah uh nicole hathaway asks feelings about wanting to be i assume this means to say like sexy slash attractive but also being ace i don't think those things are in um in contention with each other i think you could want to be attractive or even want to look sexy and still be ace because you know your sexuality is about the attraction you do or don't experience it's not about how you present it's not about you know you can't control whether other people are attracted to you (laughs) and so if if that's how you want to present yourself and that's what makes you feel good i don't think there's any conflicts there no i think it um it also gets back to the point of like who you're dressing for. Like, if Mm -hmm. you feel good when you're dressed sexy, then do it. Like, you aren't necessarily dressing sexy to, like, attract someone else. Like, I am 
in a monogamous relationship. I'm not trying to like go out and attract other people, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I can't like dress sexy Mm-hmm. for myself or just mm-hmm. so like people in general know I'm hot without yeah. them trying to like get with me you know yeah on twitter this is from autumn b sings it's basically the same question about what you would like to have to celebrate pride besides the typical parade plas- slash march but they also said that they'd personally love a big queer potluck or something of the sort which I think is an excellent idea yeah I definitely think and there are these events just like smaller like we've participated in done talks at smaller events like this of just like it's more educational it's smaller i think those events just don't get publicized as much Mm -hmm. um but yeah just like smaller group things not like because when you're at a parade you can't like talk to someone or like talk to them about like their experience or like share stories or anything Mm -hmm. um but those things obviously do exist they're just not what's going to be like on tv or anything Mm mm-hmm Oh, this is from Liz Anita, Liz A. Anita on Instagram, kind of going back to what we were saying earlier about pride, saying like, how can I be proud of being ace? Should I strive to? Being ace is simply a part of me after all. I don't think you have to, you don't have to feel pride in your identity. Like, it's not, it's not a requirement. <laughs> like, yeah, if it's not like something you're interested in, don't strive for it. Like, yeah. Don't put pressure on yourself or feel like you need to, like, spend time trying to get yourself to feel a certain way. If you're just, like, don't right. want to. There's no – you don't need to, like, have ace in your Twitter bio or, like, mm-hmm. have an ace I don't. flag or, you know, you don't need yeah. to. I I think, you know, if if you actively dislike your identity and actively have something against it, I would urge you to try and – you know, move away from that and learn to appreciate it for uh, being a part of you, which is what it is. But if if you don't want to advertise it or have it be a big thing, you don't have to. Like, I don't have my my identity in my bio on any social media. Like, I, you know, it's it's not a requirement that you be big and loud about it if you don't want to. And that doesn't make you any less a spec than someone who is right because like i mean take sarah sarah said many times like aside from the podcast she doesn't think about being ace or arrow that much it's just like how it is and Mm -hmm. sarah is obviously still like an ace person so Mm -hmm. vibin do you want to do one more sure pick one what are your favorite things about being a spec? Also, happy pride. That's from Violet Violet Seven on Instagram. My favorite things about being a spec is that it has made me aware of. It, it has helped make me aware, like the a spec lens. Again, we're back on this little lensy boy, but it 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 has made me more aware that like. There are other ways to be and you don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to do exactly what, what the rest of society wants you to do. And that can apply to your sexuality, your romantic orientation, all sorts of other things, uh, which is what we're writing our book about. But, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's just opened the door to me to, to better understand that, like, everything's made up, which is frustrating because then you're like why does everyone care so much it's all made up (laughs) but 
um i think it's 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 good in um guiding the way i live my own life yeah i think the acepec community has just made me like a more open person in general kind of like what you're saying like when i was growing up i assumed everyone wanted to like fall in love and get married and do whatever and now learning that that is obviously not true makes me more open to the fact of like okay i assume this about everyone but if someone tells me that they go against that like mm-hmm. you know it's taught me not to judge those type of people or like be confused by it because i first hand experience with living like outside of that so yeah we're all just vibing. Yeah. Let us vibe. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, well, thank you all for your questions. Sorry that we couldn't get to all of them, but there were a great many. And you are right. As I was looking through them, several people asked us about worms. So I told you. <laughs> um, uh, Kayla, what's our poll for this week? Oh, man. I mean, I like the question of like, what does your ideal pride celebration look like? Yeah, like what what would you what does your ideal pride celebration look like but also like what would you like to add to pride if you could? Like is there mm-hmm. a certain thing that you would really like to add? I think that could be. I would like to see what people think. Okay, cool. Uh what is your beef and your juice this week? My beef is I had to go back to work after a long weekend, which is just always cruel. Depressing. Cruel and unusual like punishment. That. Yeah, the post vacation sad really do be hitting Mm -hmm. um my juice is that uh i have much less to do in june i had a very busy may with like family visits and stuff which was very nice and i loved it but i also very much so value my like vegging out on the couch time Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to getting into my couch to becoming a vegetable yes did you know that really there's no such thing as a vegetable like from a um botanical standpoint okay like there's like leaves and there's like the things that grow underground and then there's like trees but like there's like the only thing that makes them all vegetables is that we say they are and that's how it is about the only reason anything is anything is because i know but like it's especially true with vegetables just let me yeah. live my life. Um, my juice is uh, Bo Burnham's new special. It's called Inside. It's very good. Specifically, the song Funny Feeling followed by Hands Up, parentheses, Eyes on Me. Oh, it'll getcha. As, as it always is with Bo, it's like funny, but also you'll like reconsider everything you've ever known and like maybe cry, so... Yeah, I don't know if I'm quite ready to watch it, if I'm in the mental state to watch it, but... Yeah. Uh, My beef is uh, uh, menstruation. Um, Mm. I am a cis woman, but at what cost, you know? I think that every day for my life. Yeah. So, um, okay. (laughs) You know this about your beef, your juice... Your thoughts on the new Bo Burnham special and what you want to do at Pride on our social media at Sounds Fake Pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Sounds Fake Pod, where you can support us there. Pretty much all of your money goes towards transcribing our episodes and making them more accessible. So get on that if that Uh is of interest to you. 
our $5 patrons, which we are highlighting this week, are Corinne, Alice is in Space, Sky Simpson, Brooke Siegel, and Ashley W. Thank you all. You're such delightful people, I assume. Um, our $10 patrons who are promoting things this week are Doug Rice, who would like to promote Church 2 by Emily Joy, H. Valdez, who would like to promote Keeping Your Space Clean, and Purple Chickadee, who would like to promote using they as a gender-neutral singular pronoun. Our other $10 patrons are Arknest, Benjamin Ibarra, Anonymous, Sarah McCoy, My Aunt Jeannie, Cass, Barefoot Backpacker, The Steve, R.E.K., Maddie, Derek, and Carissa, Aaron, Kadir, Potato, Changeling MX, David J., The Stubby Tech, Simona Simon, and Rosie Costello. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielDeWaitDesigns.com, my mom Julie, who would like to promote free mom hugs, Sarah Jones, who is at Turtle and Wally Everywhere, Andy A., who would like to promote being in unions in the IWW, Martin Giselle, who would like to promote his podcast, everyone specially known as, Layla, who would like to promote love is love, also applying to arrow people. Happy, that's a, go- a good thing to remember this pride. Just love is love. It, it's, a, it's all of us. Thank you, Layla, for this apt reminder. Come on. Uh, Shrubbery, who would like to promote the planet Earth. Dia Chappelle, who would like to promote twitch.tv slash Dia. Sharon J. Brown. Maggie Capelbo, who would like to promote their dogs, Minnie, Leia, and Loki. Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote finding your words and your people during Pride Month. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote not receiving additional calls while you're recording the patrons. Uh... I have a new juice. What? Uh, I posted on Instagram today and like two random like spammy brands commented like, want to collab? And so now all of my friends are commenting on the picture. I, Do you want to collab? I considered commenting that as well. And then I, I don't understand direction. your comment. It's the next fucking lyrics in the song. Okay, but mine is a reference to the vine, not the song. Things are going well, guys. I just had to take a phone call that, like, I really didn't need to take. Kayla had to stop recording because her mic wasn't working right. Literally, there's two things left to say in the podcast, and we're just struggling here. Our $20 patron is Sarah T. who would like to promote long walks outside. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your cows. Happy Pride!